Welcome to Anderswick Church. We hope this message empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at annasbrook.co.nz for a service near you. And um, yeah, it was great having um, our Connect Group leaders up here before and talking a little bit about what they're doing. And if you are not part of a Connect Group, I would encourage you to join one. They are a really awesome place to not only like deepen your connection with God, but also your relationship with people. And that was a really key part for our family when we first started at Annisbrook Church, which was how many years ago? 13 years? I think, yeah, pretty close, 13 and a bit years ago since we started coming here. And I think on our first Sunday, so 14 years, somebody said to us, in the pause actually, we turned around and they said, oh, we're such a... Is it Jenny and Paul that were sitting in front of us? And they said, oh, do you want to go to a connect group? And we're like, okay. And we went to this connect group and we met some awesome people. And in fact, we met some friends there who we are still, I mean, lots of those people we still know, but some friends um, that are, have become really, really good friends of ours are Paul and Sally Jeffries, who um, are now, they're now living out in Motueka, but they the sort of people that, you know, the Bible says um, friends come and go, but a true friend sticks by you like family, that's in Proverbs. And there's sort of those people that, those friendships that you develop over time that become uh, become close, they become like family. And so, to get, you know, both of us, we, we had uh, four kids each at the time. Uh, Dave was studying full-time, Sally was studying full-time. We're kind of um, out of the property market. You know, we were kind of doing the hard yards in life and we were kind of supporting each other, looking after each other's kids when we need help and um, over time, we went on family holidays together. I think the first brisket Dave ever cooked, Paul and Sally were our guinea pigs. They ate it. <laughs> and um, just, yeah, just amazing relationships that you build over time. And really, we would consider those those kind of friendships a gift from God. And i um, so thankful for that. And even now, we don't see them all the time. They live in a different town, but they're still like family. You know, you don't have to... Um, you can go for a while without seeing them and this just pick up where you left off. And in fact, uh, it was a Matariki weekend. We went away with them. Now my kids are older. We can go on holidays without our kids, which was quite nice. <laughs> yes, it deserved a clap, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. And um, so I think we've got a little picture here, actually, of um, this is us celebrating 13 years of friendship together. And we went out for a jet boat ride at Hamna Springs. I think we were in the middle at the back. Dave and I have been on a jet boat before, so we knew that if you don't want to get wet, you sit in the middle and you let your, the other people sit on the outside. But um, yeah, that was, that was a really fun time, just um, spending time together as friends and going out on the boat. So whilst we were out on the boat, it, it also made me think about Graham's message last week. He talked a lot about boating and his background in boating. And I also have a background in boating, so I love a good boating analogy. Um, for those of you that don't know, my parents brought a boat when I was about 10 years old. My sister was seven. We are from, originally from the UK. And originally it was going to be a one-year trip, live on the boat. It was a 10-metre catamaran. And we we're going to go to the Mediterranean and do some homeschooling and sightseeing. And that was going to be this amazing little trip that we did. Anyway, it turned into a five-year trip and we ended up in New Zealand. So that was a little bit more than they probably expected. But anyway, that's how I ended up here. Dave says, you know, God brought you to New Zealand, brought me to New Zealand so I could meet him and marry him. 
It was all about you, Dave. It was all about you. <laughs> so, yeah, I love, I love a good boating analogy. And uh, something else Graham was talking about was he was talking about what if you got given the keys to a, to a Porsche or a car? And I was thinking, what if you got given the keys to a boat, like a really awesome boat? And um, what kind of boat would you get? You know, like if it was something that was just for you, if it was custom made, what sort of boat would you have or would you love to have? You know, would you have a would you have a jet boat? Would you have a sailing boat or a launch or a walker or maybe just a kayak? Might be might be nice. Um, I'd have a sailing boat. I grew up on sailing boats, and I just you know you're just sailing under the power of the wind. There's no noise. It's beautiful, just amazing. But yeah, imagine for a moment that you were going to get given a boat, and um, just visualise in your mind maybe what that might be like, what kind of boat it is. Anything you want, anything at all. And then imagine that somebody then gifted you this boat. They took you down to the marina one day and they said, I've got something for you, Donna. I've got something, something especially for you. Took you down on the wharf and there parked on the end is your dream boat. Do you, do you have a dream boat? Like what would you... Would it be a Navy ship or something smaller? Yeah, yeah, something a little bit smaller. So it would be exciting, right? Yeah, you'd be pretty happy. It would be, you'd be like thankful and you'd be like, oh my gosh, you'd want to explore it. You get on board, you know, and you get in there and, you know, the gas tank's already full. So we know that's a bit of money's been invested in it already. And it's got, it's all kitted out. It's got all the mod cons inside the kitchen is in the galley is the tiny little fridge but it's all stocked up with your favourite drinks and your favourite snacks. You know, everything's there ready to go. The keys are on it. You know, you're just like ready to get out in the harbour and enjoy that thing, you know. It'd be amazing. So you get this thing out on the water. And then at some point, it dawns on you. This boat is now your responsibility. LAUGHTER do you know how to drive it? <laughs> Do you know how to look after it? You don't want to run aground on it. That would be a disaster. But, um, you know, God gives us amazing gifts. But part of receiving an amazing gift is then it becomes your responsibility to steward that. Yeah? So I think that's really the title of my message today is God's gift, my responsibility. So... Yeah, there's a little scripture that goes with it and it's from Ephesians 2. And it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves, it is from the, a gift, the gift that is from God. We are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So God's, it's by God's grace that, we're, that you know, we've been saved. The greatest gift of all is salvation through Jesus, that he gave his life for us. You know, God's greatest gift to us is through Jesus, we are saved, all of us. Sins can be forgiven, um, past can be set aside, we can move on fresh into the future. And just the amazing way that he opens it up freely for us is a free gift. And, you know, that's, that's probably, that's, that's the heart of the, Christian message, the gospel message, is that free gift that's been given to us. Um, and then with any good gift and any amazing opportunity, any friendship, you know, if you're a parent and you have the gift of children, 
um, those things are going to take work, you know. We're going to need to nurture those things, appreciate them, invest time in them, share them with others, take responsibility for them. God gives freely, but how do we steward? Yeah, so that's really the heart of what I was thinking about. And um, sharing, sharing the good news. Now, if you got given this boat, what would, you, what would be the first thing you got? You would probably ring your husband. Oh my gosh, get down here. <laughs> Ashling, we've got a boat. Let's go out on the boat. <laughs> you would start telling people about this boat. I mean, if it was Dave, he'd, be, he'd get the Instagram stories would be on. We'd be getting it. The kids would be getting the WhatsApp message with the full video tour of the boat. What's in the fridge? You know, like there'll be pictures of us out on the water, jumping off it. You're going to be getting the word out there. And I know for us, we'd be like, hey guys, come on out with us on the boat, you know, sharing it. It becomes exciting, right? So if you have something that's really good, you want to share about it. And um, this is really the essence as well of the Christian faith is if you've received good news, if you've received the gift of God, gift of God you're going to want to go out and tell people. Uh, Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. So feel free to get out there and share the gift of God, the good news. Um, I saw a really interesting Instagram story the other day. Uh, does anybody, is anyone familiar with what a Thermomix is? It's yeah, a few people like, so they're this new kind of kitchen appliance that's a bit all the rage at the moment. They're quite expensive, they're about two and a half thousand dollars. And it's essentially, a, it's an all-in-one, it weighs things, it has recipes inside it, it heats things up, it stirs things, it can chill things and make ice cream if you want to. It's like an all-in-one meal maker, essentially. And people who have thermomixes seem to absolutely love them like they just you know if you you know if somebody's got a thermomix because they will tell you all about their thermomix and what they've made and what they're cooking and it'll be all over their you know their social media and um we um there's this lady who's got a thermomix and she actually sells them and she says on her instagram story no one is trying to trick you into buying a thermomix if you received a product that changed your life, you would want to tell people about it. So that was really, <laughs> that was really the heart of it because people were like, oh, such and such has got a Thermomix, but if I go to her house, she's going to flip and try and sell me one, you know? Like, <laughs> but it's actually people who have them just genuinely love them so much that they want to share about it. And I think that's what, if God really gifts us amazing things and becomes alive in our life, like Tanner and Rena were saying, you know, God, we've really encountered something incredible from God. And now we're like, we want other people to share in that. We want them to enjoy it. We want them to, you know, have the joy of, of that as well. And it's about sharing, sharing the good news of Jesus. Okay. And now the other thing that I was going to um, say about receiving good gifts is be a giver, not just a recipient. So this is something Jesus is very clear on. He's he asks us not just to receive, but to give. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So whatever gift you have. Now, there are different kinds of gifts. Obviously, there's the gift of salvation. But then God also gives spiritual gifts. And then there's, you know, there's just... Um, 
there's just the blessings of God as well. And I think I read somewhere, you know, the gifts of God are something that God gives you to use for the purpose of others. And blessings are just awesome things that you receive. But you can also share those with others as well. So, um, you know, he's very, Jesus is very clear. Love others as I have loved you. So if you've received something, you want to be sharing it. Um, and Jesus was also really big at placing emphasis on personal responsibility when it comes to moving forward with your faith. Like you'd often hear him um, telling people to take action once they'd encountered him. And I would really think, kind of see the gospel like it's um, love, thankfulness and action would be. I, those were three words that stood out to me when I was reading through it. And Jesus says, follow me. You know, he's quite commanding. He gives you action points. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Go do something. Love others as I've loved you. Take up your mat and walk. You know, go, go out. Be, take action on what you do. And not just for your sake of yourself, but for the sake of other people as well. Um, whilst we were out on the jet boat, I'm not sure if you've been on a jet boat ride before. I think I've been on five jet boat rides now um, in different places. Uh, I think I've been in the Queenstown one, on the shot over twice, and then the one on the lake. And then, oh, the Hooker Falls jet went right up to Hooker Falls. And then the Hamner one, which we did the other day, that was probably the first time I've been on the boat. So I kind of knew what to expect. Paul and Sally, it was their first time on the boat. So they were a little bit like, hmm, we're going to feel seasick. What's it going to be like? They weren't too sure. We're like, nah, just enjoy it. It will be fun. You know, you guys sit on the outside so you can see. <laughs> and Paul had his GoPro and he was videoing it all. It looked awesome. So essentially, you, what you do is you get on the boat, you zoom down the river at high speed, the driver takes you right up close to the rocks, everybody screams and gets excited, you get wet, you get the spray on your face, you see the view of the mountains and the river, the kind of view that you can't see from any other angle, but being on the water is awesome. And he'll, the, every now and then the driver will find a good spot and he'll pull a 360 and everybody's got their hands up in the air and they're screaming and they're loving it and it's really exciting. And then at some points during the, during the trip, they'll, they'll just slow down and settle in the river and they'll give you some history of the location or some information about the boat or the river. And um, whilst we were on this one, one, there was a guy in the back and he was loving it and he calls out to the driver and says, hey, how awesome is it that you get to do this for a job? Like, that's amazing. And he goes, oh, would you want to be a jet boat driver? And he said, oh, it must be incredible. He says, I've actually trained 65 people over the years on how to drive a jet boat. And um, he said, but out of all of the people that I've trained, I would say only four are really, really good, who I would consider to be really good. And I was like, wow, that's... Um, really interesting. And I was like, what is it that makes those four people stand out from the others? And he said, actually, anybody can drive a jet boat. Any, his words were, any idiot can drive a jet boat. He said, put them on a lake with it for the day and they'll be away. You know, like it's not hard. But he said, the difference between a great pilot and someone who just hits go and drives it is um, it's essentially that they learn wisdom. Wisdom. And um, gain, gain the wisdom 
and put it into practice. So what are you learning on that boat? Um, you have to learn to read the river. He said, rivers especially. And you take responsibility for learning the ways of the river. And like Graham said last week, you're looking ahead at the weather forecast. He said, you need to know what's going on on the West Coast because whatever's raining over there, it might be fine here, is going to hit you in an hour and be, you know, the tide can rise really quickly in the river. And so gaining wisdom and putting it into practice is really important with the gifts of God. Can we read the spiritual river surrounding our lives? Do we know how to handle the rising tide? And this will come from experience um, and it will come from learning from others. It will come from learning from our failures. Um, But yeah, really seeking God for wisdom over your gift and learning how to steward it well and to become a really wise, awesome jet boat driver. (laughs) Um, And this is our responsibility. Why is it our responsibility? Because you're going to, whether you like it or not, you're going to be taking people with you. It all comes back to our theme for the year, discipleship. It doesn't matter who you are, there will be people in your world who you are connected with, and discipleship is really just influence or leadership. They'll be looking at you as an example in some way, shape, or form. So the people who are on that boat with you, who you invite in, you are responsible for them. They are the disciples in your care, people you lead, your family members. You know, you want to keep it fun. You want to keep it inspiring. You want to be wise though. And you want to be careful and know the, know the river. Be wise with the river, river and navigate with wisdom. And it says in Matthew, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So, you know, how do we gain wisdom? From the Word of God. And um, finally, I'd say stay thankful for your gift. Don't let complacency and familiarity sit in. Uh, When we take a gift for granted, we can lose our thankfulness. You know, how often have we prayed, really wanted something, and then we've got it. And then over time, the kind of, the, the excitement from that kind of tarnishes and we, we lose our thankful heart for what we've been given. And when we don't stay thankful, um, we begin to lose a bit of our effectiveness. So you need to take responsibility for assessing. Do your regular safety checks. Um, complacency is like a leak in the hull of your boat or a crack in your engine. You know, it won't take long before your ship starts to sink. You've got to maintain it and stay thankful for it. Um, A faithful captain stewards his own ship out of respect for the vessel, but also out of the safety and impact it will have on others. So you've got to look after yourself, look after the gifts God gives you, stay thankful and, and, um, yeah, Steward them well for the sake of others. And my last point was, if you've been gifted talents, now go and invest them. So you've been given, and I think it's in Spider-Man, but something along the lines of, um, with, with a great gift comes great responsibility. Is that right? With great power comes great responsibility. You know, same difference. To those who are entrusted much, much is expected. I think there's a scripture there for that one as well. And it says, um, Luke 12, 
Yeah. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. So God gifts us things and he does it. He kind of builds on it over time. And Matthew 25 says, He who is faithful with little will be given more. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Now come and share in your master's happiness. So as we take, when we start taking responsibility for the things God gives us, he, he sees that we're responsible and he gradually adds more. And it's to enjoy him and to enjoy the gifts of God. But as you begin to be faithful with those things and steward those things, you'll see that he'll continue to add to, add to them and add to your life. So yeah, I think I will um, wrap that up there. But that was really, I just wanted to encourage you, make the most of God's gifts, enjoy them and take responsibility for them. And um, just remember to be thankful in every season. Maintain them, maintain your gifts, keep them in good working order and, and use them. And not just for your benefit, but for those around you as well. To bless them don't hide your light under a rock, you know, let it shine out and um, share what God has done, which is so good. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to just pray and pray for everybody right now as well. So, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, for primarily your gift that you gave on us, your son, Jesus, who get, who's come into this world to give us salvation to give us freedom, to give us life, to give us hope, to give us healing. We thank You for the many good gifts that You promise in Your Word. And I just pray this week as we really reflect on the gifts You give, Lord, that we would have thankful hearts, Lord God. Lord, that we would seek how to steward them well and steward them best. That we would reach out and bless others with the giftings in our lives, Lord God. That we would share, that we would not keep for ourselves, but like you said, Jesus, go out and share with others. Love others as you have loved us. And we just thank you for that, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Let's put our hands together for Michelle. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info or visit our website.